0: Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. I am the founder and host, Ms. Genesis Amaris Kemp, and my guest with me today is Frankie Korkin. Corcoran,
1: yep, there you go.
0: (laughs) Yes, and thank you for helping me out there. And here's a bit about Frankie. He is an actor, director, writer, and podcaster who runs a local community theater company called Corcoran Entertainment. The The business deals with not only theater, but perform video skits and remain active while podcasting and look for ways to further benefit the strong community established in Miramichi, New Brunswick. So without further ado, please welcome Frankie to the podcast.
1: Hello. Thank you so much for having me.
0: (laughs) Awesome. So Frankie, before we dive into your passion for entertainment, as well as the theater work that you're doing currently, I definitely want to break the ice (laughs) and have (laughs) you share either a crazy thing that you did or a fun and interesting fact about yourself?
1: Fun? Oh, geez. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty interesting. Uh, so just, uh, interesting fact about myself. Um, oh, geez. There's lots of them, uh, uh, that I could tell you. Um, mm, yeah, no, like there's, (laughs) there's many that come to mind. Uh, uh, one, one, I guess you could say would be, uh, that's a great question. <laughs> kind of put on the spot almost. <laughs> um uh, uh there's lots of things. That's that that's one thing. Uh that's one thing uh uh that I will say, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> so what would that one thing be? Like just say the first thing that came to your mind that makes you interesting or that makes people think you're fun.
1: Uh well that I mean I like to think that I have somewhat of a of a fun personality. And, and I mean, like, you know, of course, if you're running a theater uh entertainment uh business, then that's uh, uh one of the key qualities that you need to have about yourself is to be very, very uh energetic and charismatic. And uh I like to think that that I I have some of those uh those uh, qualities and they're uh as I said, they're very, very uh important to to um uh, the business that I'm in.
0: Awesome. And so I know you work at a hardware store full time, but it's not your passion. Your passion is really entertainment. And outside of that, you're also, you know, driving your passion by being in the theater space And part of that is your background on how you motivate yourself, as well as entertain in general. So why the need to still work at the hardware store? Can you make the transition to go work doing doing something in theater?
1: I mean, that's definitely a possibility, but um, there's always the whole thing. It's a... uh, maybe not like a expectation versus reality, but uh, but uh, where I live in Miramichi, theater actually isn't quite as um as uh, um as popular as it is in other areas in my province. You know, like we don't really have like a set theater here. Like places in, uh, in in the province around here, like Fredericton, New Brunswick, or Moncton, New Brunswick, they always have like their own own uh uh theater or their own like like um, their own venue and um. So really, Miramichi, there's nothing really here in terms of that. So while that would sound great and all, and 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 uh, pursuing that as a full-on career, that would be great. Uh, there also comes a point where you have to ask yourself: you're like, do I want to stay where I am uh, uh, right now and just do what I'm doing, you know, work work full time, and then do this on the side, or would I want to leave leave here where? all my family and stuff like that is here and go off and do, and do this. Well, while that does sound great, there would be a part of me that would get a little homesick because I've kind of gotten a little used to where I am right now. So um, maybe somewhere down the line, but I mean, definitely uh, for now, I'm certainly happy with what I'm doing now. I'm still able to, to, um, uh do theater and I'm still able to do this pod uh, uh, you know my own podcast and uh, also talk with people like you <laughs> and uh so yeah I mean like it's definitely something that I have thought about before but as of right now as it currently stands I think uh where I am right now is uh is uh yeah it it it, it uh, keeps me happy anyway that's that's one way to put it <laughs>
0: Well, as long as as it keeps you happy. And the reason why I asked my question the way that I did, Frankie, is because I know you're very, very passionate about entertainment. And sometimes I hate to see when people are so passionate about something, but they make sacrifices due to monetary gain and they don't really fully tap into their entire passion because they have to work in a certain area, but that certain area is not complementing their passion spot but it, it sounds like in your area since you are in the providence of New Brunswick which is a mere, and then the city within that is mere, Miramichi They don't really have a big theater presence. So you're saying if you work at this hardware store, it still gives you the time to afford to tap into your passion by doing your podcast and the theater work. So when you are doing your theater work, what are some of the things inside your theater work that you like to focus on that bring you that joy and fulfillment?
1: Uh, well, for me uh, personally, and uh, I, I first started out in theater with the uh, acting in uh, in high school. This would have been about almost 10 years ago now, which is just crazy to think that it's been that long. Um, but so I first started off with acting and, and then uh, within recent years with COVID and, you know, obviously it's hard to do plays when you're in the middle of a pandemic. So I kind of slowly shifted over to uh, writing shows and I got really, really interested in the whole, pretty well, like, like, like the whole... Um, the whole yeah exactly there you go the whole um uh, um entirety of uh, theater production as a whole writing directing um uh, uh sound design lighting uh uh the whole thing and so um uh there's always something about it though where theater there's always something in it for everybody i've always loved that i mean like you know there's so many people who i've talked to over the years where i'm like you know drama's a really good place for you and you, um they'd always say, oh, but I can't act or I can't sing. It's like, so you don't have to act or sing, you know what I mean? Like, you know, feel free to come on. There's lots that you can do, whether it's behind the scenes or it's writing a script or it's directing, you know what I mean? Like there's so many opportunities and for everybody or even costumes. And uh, so I think really that's the main thing that I love about it is that it's such a collaborative uh, uh, process and you get like just Everybody comes, I, I'm, I'm like, you know, all the local businesses can come in to help you out with like, uh, whatever you need in terms of advertising and selling tickets. And, um I, and I mean, and there might be sometimes where I feel like I don't give the mayor machine enough credit for, for for how much theater we do have here, I mean, like there certainly is theater. It's some. Sometimes it's very easy for us to say that. Oh, there's not enough here. There's not enough here, which there is. Just when you compare it to other cities in the province, it's kind of like it's like oh, geez, it feels like there's nothing here. But uh, we got a really str- uh, strong, passionate community around here, and honestly, I think that's really the best thing about this whole uh, 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 this whole thing is when you're working with people who are so passionate. I really think that's that's the part that that really excites me and and really wants me to to uh, succeed and it always brings me back you know like for some shows some some people might be like that was fun it just took a lot of energy out of me and so maybe I'll I'll take this one off but for me it's like okay this one's done let's go go on to the next one it just there's always something to look forward to with it so that's what I love the most about it and that's what keeps bringing me back
0: so when you think about Canada in general and the other providence that are nearby, New Brunswick, New Brunswick, what are what are you all doing to kind of form a COE, which is a center of expertise or center of ex, um, excellence in the theater community? Because even though y'all are in different providence, I'm sure that you guys have different meetup groups or places where you could exchange ideas to really help one another advance in the theatrical space
1: yeah i mean that's a really really good question and um it's uh not not just here in in uh, canada but even over in the states like i even talked to um when i first started writing plays it was with um it was with uh, a a course called uh, introduce uh Introduction to Playwriting, and, and it was caught, taught by a, an award-winning uh, film director and theater director, uh, uh, Paul Pedito, and so uh, he's got a very strong, I, I'm like, you know, that's a very good um, uh, a good role model, and a very good, uh, he's really good in terms of, if, if I need a script, it don't matter where he is, he's like, yeah, just send it over to me, and I'd be happy to, to, to uh, check it out. And um, so, I mean, honestly, worldwide, I mean, not just in Canada, there's always, there's always somewhere where you can, you can share your work and, um, or even, I mean, like um, I, I've never actually done this myself, but I mean, like if there, if there's certain shows where it's like, Hey, like, you know, you can put out a casting call and you're in New Brunswick, someone in Alberta could see that and say, Oh my God, they're doing a play over in uh new brunswick and they're looking for so-and-so and i think i'd be perfect for that and that can draw people over there so um there's definitely lots of ways and there's lots of um like a theater uh, new brunswick is a big thing around here they're always offering like workshops and uh there's always opportunities uh for everybody in canada really uh to um to spread their wings and to be involved and um So, yeah, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else really in in Canada in terms of because it's really hard to give credit to just one one in particular, because there is so many there's so many um, uh, ways people can contribute and um, and uh, uh, excel with one, uh, with, uh, with each other's help. So, um, but yeah, that, that, that would be the simple answer, I guess, uh, I would say is that, uh, we do have a great support system all around us. Like no matter where you go, there's always businesses. Like, uh, there's a playwriting, um, uh, uh, consultancy, I think it's in Montreal, I believe. And okay. so like, you know, you can send your stuff to them. And, uh, so there's really lots of ways and, and that's really something, something to be uh, proud of. It really makes me, happy to be in this, in this field.
0: (laughs) So with, um, with all the expertise that is around Canada as a whole, and you all being able to, you know, Look for support within Canada, but also by tapping on people with the U.S. And you definitely see how you could take your craft and accelerate your craft and continue to learn and grow by the different classes that are being taught, the different webinars and et cetera. So due to the pandemic, have you conducted any plays online since, you know, the world was shut down for a period of time. So people had to learn how to pivot in order to get their content out there.
1: I mean, for me personally, I never liked the whole idea of, uh virtual productions. And I mean, that's just me. And I know there's lots of people who say that, you know, Oh, it's a great way to still do theater, even though we're living in a pandemic. But for me personally, it was always like, uh, theaters. It's a, it's, there's something different when you're in an actual theater and you're, and, and there's all, and the lights and the audience and, and everything it's, If you're, if you're watching a play online, it would be almost the equivalent of, yeah, I'm just going to watch a movie on Netflix. It's like anybody can do that, you know? (laughs) So, um, so I I mean, I've definitely thought about it. There, there are times where I think about it, but then you also got to think about, okay, like, you know, in turn, in, in terms of costs and all that, I mean, like, you know, especially for my first production, I'm like, can I really rely on a virtual production, if if this is how I'm going to kickstart this company is going virtual, really like the smartest business wise, I guess you could say. So I really have to also take that in, into uh, consideration. But I mean, that's also why I started my podcast as a way of, uh, you know, okay, since we can't do plays, what else can we do to sort of uh, get um, get uh, my, uh, the corporate entertainment name out there? So, uh, you know, from the podcast and, uh, we've also done some videos and we got a couple more videos planned uh, for, for, uh, the future that'll go on our social media. And, uh, it's, that's been a great way to accommodate, um, to accommodate the, the constant changes, uh, sparked by the pandemic. And so, and I mean, so I guess the simple answer to your question of that would be, uh, yes, I've considered it, but I mean, uh, I have other ways, I guess you could say, of getting uh, the word out there and keep busy with it, with uh, dealing with the changes of, of this pandemic. And I mean, luckily things are kind of slowing down now, so we're luckily, uh, our first production is going to be in June, so luckily it was supposed to be in October, now it's going to be in June. Covid's COVID has been kind of uh, all over the place, but, uh, even if, even if the whole play thing, uh, doesn't work out, I'm happy the podcast is still going strong and the videos are still going strong. So, uh, there's definitely going to be something in it, uh, no matter, no matter how, how much this pandemic changes things. But, um, so yeah, yeah, it's definitely an option. It's just for me personally, it's just not the way I would go about it. I would prefer to do a podcast or, or something, something else virtually, not a full length production. That's all.
0: Okay, fair enough, and thank you for um, sharing that, Frankie, and so let's jump into your podcast a bit, so start, start with giving us the foundation of your podcast, and when did you decide that it was time for you to start your podcast, to kind of put out the feelers to the world and let them know, hey, these are the topics I have, these are the guests that I'm looking for, and so forth.
1: Yeah. Well, um, well I first came up with the idea for it. I mean, I've always loved podcasts. I mean, as we all do, um, um, so i've always wanted to start one i i haven't talked about like years ago i'd say to my friends like we should do a podcast we should do a podcast but the problem with that is that we never really had like a plan it was just more so like let's just do this for fun and let's you know we like like we never had no plan in mind it was just let's just get microphones and just talk all kinds of stuff and just put it out there and see who watches it kind of thing you know but uh, the more i got thinking about it and um as I said, our first play was delayed to June and it was around that time uh, when it got delayed. I was kind of in that time. I was like, Oh my gosh, like what am I going to do now that, you know, the plays, the plays postpone now. And at that time I didn't know when I was going to be able to put it on because things were just going so crazy with this pandemic. And um, so I went back to my podcast idea. I'm like, you know what, what if I turned, uh, maybe not transform the whole company to a podcast, but what if I did a podcast for, uh, the company. And so since it's called corporate entertainment, I thought, well, how about we do a podcast where it focuses on not just theater, but just entertainment as a whole. So like, we don't just be, uh, because I mean, not everybody's into theater. So I thought, uh, this would be a great way for people who, you know, not just like, I, I, I mean, like, you know, of course we'd still talk about theater, but I mean, we'd also talk about what's new in movies and TV and, uh, maybe talk about music, uh, video games. There's anything in general. Um, so basically how, how the format of the show is basically we'd have uh, a series of guests or like, you know, uh, one guest per episode. And so um, the odd time we'll have one or two or three, maybe just depending on, on uh, the episode who's available and stuff like that. Uh, So we'll talk with the guests for about maybe say, 15 20 minutes just about hey like who are you uh what do you do if you're in theater what's your background if you're in film what's your background if you're not in any of those just who are you <laughs> and um so then afterwards we'll, we'll move into uh, two main uh, topics regarding anything in entertainment so uh for example one could be uh in an episode uh, re- like uh, recently uh the great gilbert gottfried had just passed away so for example that could be one topic where we just pay tribute to gilbert gottfried and all the laughs he's given us over the years and then we move on to main topic number two which for example could be i don't know the whole will smith uh, chris rock thing which has been i'm not sure if you've heard of it but i mean it's kind of blowing up social media <laughs> it's been blowing up social media the last probably it's probably gonna still people are still gonna be talking about it in like two years from now but um <laughs> so and then yeah and then also i also use it as a way if there's any anything local, like any events or markets or anything going on in the Miramichi or surrounding areas. Um, I even put it out. We have this uh, uh, this uh, monthly magazine that's released in Miramichi. And I basically put out an article saying, listen, if you guys have any type of uh, event that you want to talk about if you want to come on the podcast we can arrange an appearance or if you're too uh, shy to go on you can just give me the information about that and i'll throw in almost like a advertisement uh to uh, get the word out and just say hey so and so is doing uh doing a barbecue or whatever feel free to drop by it's at this date so it's it's also a way um you know people can listen to what's new in entertainment and hear everyone's thoughts but then also if there's uh, events going on in miramichi or anywhere in new brunswick that's also a great way to spread the word about that and just say hey you know so so uh f- before we continue there's a comedy show going on here at, at this time at this place so feel free to drop by there. tickets are this many dollars so just a great way to also help the community and uh you know maybe just take people out of the the whole you know the world's kind of crazy nowadays with, 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 with everything going on. So it's all podcasts have always been one of those, like, you know what, let me just shut my brain off. Let me just go for a drive. Let me just lay down, just pop in my headphones and just listen to a podcast for a bit. Like that's, that's, that's the best way to describe it, I guess, is to also just, just take people out of, the craziness of the world. And, uh, also to just hear like, Hey, like what's new in entertainment and what do they think about Will Smith or Chris Rock? You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> mm, absolutely. So there's two different approaches that you use with your podcast. You were talking about entertaining news and stories that are taking place. Um, In Canada or around the globe to just bring that overall awareness to your community, or someone who may be in the entertaining sector, where they could come on and share their knowledge and expertise within your community. So two different parts there. And how long have you been podcasting Frankie. I've been
1: podcasting, um, since January I started because, uh, I first announced that the podcast was going to be happening in, uh, about September or so, but then, uh, from September to about December, I've been working with some funding with some local nonprofit, uh, organizations around here to kind of get the equipment and all that stuff like that. So it definitely, uh, I'm, I'm like, you know, some people say, Oh, podcast can't be that hard. You just grab a microphone and do this. I'm like, well, no, there's a lot more to it, you know, figure out like, okay, what's my format going to be? Who's my audience? and uh how am i gonna get my equipment and all and all that so uh uh definitely happy with how far it's come so luckily we're about we're we're uh, about 10, 14 episodes in now at the time of this recording and uh, plenty more to come so uh, i'm it's 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 going strong and i uh, hope it goes on for uh, for the foreseeable future
0: well, congratulations on your podcast and, you know, just putting your content out there. I think um, podcasting is totally fun and you never know who you're going to meet. And I always tell people just shoot your shot when it comes to pitching for guests to come inside your community, as well as for you to be a guest in other people's community, because it's all about collaboration and I like to say collaboration is not the new competition. Collaboration is the new way of synergies. So Frankie, as we begin to wind down, because I want to be respectful of our time commitment, I want you to leave the listeners and viewers with your call to action for this segment.
1: My call to action. Oh, let me see. Almost put on the spot again. Um what would you say is a good example? Like I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think how I can.
0: <laughs> so normally when it comes to a call to action, it is an action step that my guest wants my listeners and viewers to do, whether it is set up a discovery call with them, go check out their podcast, follow them on social media. Those oh, are wow. just a few examples.
1: Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just kind of thinking through. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys can feel free to follow us on, uh, our social media. We have, uh, our Facebook page, Corcoran entertainment, uh, Instagram at Corcoran ENT, uh, TikTok at Corcoran entertainment. And, uh, you can feel free to check out new episodes of the Corcoran entertainment show every Tuesday on, uh, Apple podcasts or Spotify. Um, I'm just trying to think what else, um, uh, anybody listening who's in the Miramichi or surrounding areas, um, you can catch our evening of one acts uh, at, at the uh, Beaverbrook Kin Center uh, on uh, June 10th to 11th tickets are $15 and uh, it's also a dessert theater so uh, you will be able to um, have some dessert uh, with the serving of uh, of your choice apple crisp uh, blueberry grunt or uh, carrot cake. So just feel free to uh, text or call 506-624-3315 and, or send me an email at uh, fcorcoran10 at yahoo.com. Oh, and uh, yeah, it, it's a great evening of a uh, two uh, one act plays uh, written by me. Uh, so I think you're in for a good time. And uh, just if you're in the area or depending on where you are around the globe, it'll, <laughs> I promise I'll try and make it worth your while. <laughs> so yeah, um...
0: Awesome. Yeah. So I think,
1: yeah, I think that's pretty well it.
0: <laughs> thank you so much for sharing all of that information, Frankie. Make sure you send me all of the information that you may not have sent me, but I will definitely plug your website and the other information that I have on your um on your show notes so they could definitely connect with you and i was going to ask one more question before we wrap up so for those people who are going to see your two acts one play live is there a component that you can stream it for those who are not in the mirror machine new brunswick area
1: no uh unfortunately not right at the moment yet anyway um uh the thought has crossed my mind but i'm not ready to To uh, commit to anything yet, because I mean, like, you know, budget, budget, uh, budgetary reasons and all that. So uh, I guess the simple answer would be not right now. That would be.
0: (laughs) Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much, Frankie, for coming on and being a guest on today's podcast. For those of you listening and viewing, make sure you subscribe and share Gems Podcast. We are on 40 plus platforms. Also, connect with us on YouTube at gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp for all things video content. And lastly but not least, we are ranked in the top three percent globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per www.listennotes.com. so you can become a brand sponsor and share the same ranking space with me by heading on over to Genesis Amaris Kemp to find out how to be a sponsor as well as a brand ambassador. So until we chat next time, peace. Love and lots of blessings. Go out there and do something entertainment. We're all entertainers, but what type of entertainment do you want to put out in the world? And is it going to leave an imprint? An imprint in order to drive an impact. And if so, embrace your inner creativity via entertainment. Thank you for listening to another segment of Gems Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment. Share and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S with, W-I-T-H Genesis g e n e s i s Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P at gmail.com where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.